Bitch, yo, we out of our minds. Welcome back to studio, and we are uh, taking over the living room. Those are the best shows. This is uh, <coughs> this is living in comfort right here. You you might not know it, but we we do our best in this in living area. rooms. Oh no, I'm saying this uh, this living room. Well, I gotta I say the best track record here. I miss <laughs> my house. No, oh yeah, definitely. For, I mean, in, ter- in terms of the actual podcast, yeah. yes. I hate my room. Oh yeah, and I think everyone does. Well, what's funny is that, like, I mean, I I work out of my apartment. That's where my desk is, and I have to get work done at that desk. And I also have horrible anxiety, and I'm mildly when I say mildly, I'm kind of like a claustrophobic person. And that I is, think, that and that room is a any, that uh, room is a fucking nightmare. Yeah, it's a disaster. It's basically a tiny room that I've turned into a storage unit. <laughs> it's worse than <laughs> a storage just, unit. That just happens storage to have a bed. Actually, in it. like has have shelves and you know places. But to it's put pretty. Stuff. It's it's fairly clean right now. Oh, I haven't even looked. It's fairly clean. Let me ask you this. I, I, I'm asking an honest question here because I go to the gym every As day. Opposed to. Um, you know, I might uh, say, hey, fl- around hey, no, I, like, hey, I'm flattery here. Like, oh, I, I, okay. like I'm just so you're asking me a question. You want my honest answer? Like, even of me uh, what, just no, what I'm saying is stroking your dick. Yeah. But more so, I'm saying I think there might be a harsh response to this. So lay the harsh response on me because I'd Ooh. rather hear the harsh response. Ooh. You're putting me on the spot. Now you're going to be disappointed if I'm not like a fucking asshole to you. OK, I did a giant, giant load of laundry the other day how how low how big are we talking like i because I, you're one person i'm used to multiple people yeah but multiple people that are little kids oh you fucking i go through a lot through shit i go through a lot of clothing because i go to the gym every day so there's always like gross clothes okay. and then i change i mean I, I, I wear two pairs of jeans that's it but shirts right. i go through a lot of shirts underwear all that shit anyways so what what type how much of a build-up and how many total laundry loads are we discussing here? Let's not get too into the, the oh, laundry so details. The, okay. That's not the big question. My big question, though, is sometimes, you know, I go to the gym, and then dirty clothes go into the corner, and then it gets piled pretty high with dirty gym clothes. Uh-huh. Now, I wonder if that room just smells like a dirty locker, or and, like, I'm just used to it because I got a giant pile. Like, do you ever, like, walk into my room and just go, oh, this is, her- like, this smells like fucking gym? No, or because no? the smell There's is enough other the- sense? Yeah. <laughs> not even, not other sense. There's just so much else going on that, like, is, like, you know what I mean? making you cringe and want to throw up and just want to kill yourself that the smell doesn't even enter, like, the top ten of. All right, what are, what are the cringiest things about my room? Because I don't think it's that. I mean, I got a, I got a bed on the floor. I got a big old desk, well, let, and everything else is put bed. away. Let, you have you don't have a bed on the floor. If you had a bed, right? I got a mattress. You have a bed on the floor. You just have a mattress that's I, I, loaded with shit all on top of it. Well, that's because it's like an extra shelf. So every night it goes off the bed, and then it goes so like, where does it go? Because there's no room on the floor. Well, because there isn't. You can't really walk around the fl- your room. You know what? Maybe we don't have to explore my room. And <laughs> oh, you and wanted harsh. <laughs> you wanted harsh, and now you're retracting. No, I wanted. I wanted the harshness to know whether or not I had a smell problem. In oh, the room. oh, you, as long as there's no strictly smell, on the smell. That's the one concern. Oh, hold I have. on. Let me go in there. Let me just do a smell <laughs> test because with an open mind and not looking at the place, uh, I might. Uh, no, but I reduced, have some comments on the smell. I reduced the laundry stash by about fifty percent. Like oh, there's gosh. still a, a load that has to get done, uh-huh. so it wouldn't be a 
peak stinky laundry right now. Where do you do your laundry? It's a couple blocks away. Wow. That must be fucking It's annoying. a pain in the ass. Not just that, but like I, I, I'm giving a little too much of the negative of me here. I'm like a, I'm a, a bit of a germ guy. It drives me fucking nuts Which that I do. Which is so weird. It drives me nuts that you I do. You are such a germ guy. It drives me nuts to do laundry in a public, like, sometimes, especially coming out of the dryer, if a sock hits the floor, I'm throwing oh, out that sock. Yeah. It sure it's, it's like, it, it's like, but I, I, it drives me, I just fucking clean this and it hits the dirty fucking floor, it drives me nuts. Yeah. I have problems. And these are fucking immigrants at this laundromat. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say that too loud, they'll come in. Um, but I have a, our laundry... <laughs> Machines are literally downstairs in our basement, and I'm like, oh, and even fuck. Th- even for that, it's like I it's have to too go much. downstairs to like bring a load down. When I do a load of laundry, I feel like that's a productive day, but it's also it for the day. <laughs> <laughs> like that was a full like I that was a day. <laughs> yeah, like I got laundry done. Um, all right, so I've gotten some comments from the fans that they uh they like when I throw a little uh, some of the stand up clips into the show. Oh. So I had a couple wacky, I'm a fan of that. I had a couple wacky incidents this past week at uh, the old LOL. Uh-huh. Um, so I'm gonna throw them in there. The first one, I actually I don't have this recorded, but I have to tell this story. Let's hear. So every once in a while, whoever's closing out a show doesn't show up. Now that hasn't happened in a long time, and if someone's closing out the show, it means it's the paid spot. So I I came early for my spot. Whoever was closing out the show didn't show up. Ooh, you got to close it out. Packed room, 125 people. Packed room. I think it was Sunday, 9 p.m. So it's like, wow, this Primo. is pr- this is Primo. prime time. So sometimes I get up and say, hey, I'm gonna work the new. I'm gonna do this. Like I'm gonna fuck around. I'm like, I need for myself. I need to go up there, do my best material, and I have to fucking kill uh-huh. because this is like a paid spot. And I gotta like prove I can do a paid spot and kill. Like I have. That was in my head. I was like, I have to go up there. I'm doing my best stuff. I'm gonna kill. I get up on stage. I take the mic, and before I say a word, someone just screams from the back of the room. Oh my God, Robbie Bernstein, MTA Dorm, Robbie Bernstein, MTA Dorm. Oh no. And like, I'm trying to be the headliner of a show. So I, I just take, I take a breath and I'm like, I was like, you know, y- y- we could have done this after the show, but I'm like, I'm like, all right, who, who, who is it? I can't, this is probably like, like, who is it? And the kid goes, he says his name and I don't like this kid. Oh, not boy. only do I not like this kid, this kid got me temporarily thrown out of high school. Like, I really don't like this kid. Okay. So I take a breath, and like, and he thought I was going to be all excited, and I just go, hey, guys, this is just like proof that if there was someone who was annoying in high school, they're still continue. annoying. <laughs> <laughs> like, just in case you were curious about those people, he's there right now. <laughs> the room fucking lights up. Like, I go I go for a little bit, and then I bomb. Um, oh, but <laughs> No, I didn't bomb, but it wasn't like... Like some of because from there, like they were so excited just to hear me like riff with the crowd. When I started telling jokes, they just like it was fine. It just wasn't, you know, like murder some. But fuck, did I give it to that kid so good? That's good. I can't believe I didn't get that on tape. Now, here comes a wackier story. These are my favorite moments in comedy. They're very rare, but these are my favorite moments when like something happens between shows or the night before and you tell you tell it on stage and it only works once. Like that's it. it, it like wacky incidents wacky incident happens, you mm-hmm. go, you kind of talk about it, it gets a laugh and you're like, "Oh, I'm actually a funny human being because he bomb all the time." And you're like, you, I don't know, you just question yourself. Like you have those those are like the perfect moments. That's like the perfect like the home run grand slam where you just you have those moments in your head uh-huh. as being like the great moments. So um, now, now's when this turns into, um, sounding like I'm a real alcoholic, but, um, LOL has got a policy. 
It doesn't matter how many shows you're doing in a night, they give you two drinks. Okay. So most nights I actually go, I don't drink at all. But sometimes on the weekends, sometimes like on a Friday, Saturday show, I'll party. By party, I mean like I'll, I'll drink. Two drinks? Yeah, but w- my system with them is th- they're cool with me. I'll like, um, like sometimes I'll order like a vodka and so they'll just like, you know, because they know that they count that it's two drinks, but they don't like count them. But they'll just pour me like a glass. They know I'm a delinquent kind of thing. Oh, just like, like yeah. So I'll, I'll like, oh, here's your yeah. I'll, one br- drink I'll bring and- my own Red Bull. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like, I need some vodka to go with this Red Bull, and like he knows what I'm getting at, and they pour me a glass of vodka. It's a great time. It's okay. a perfect system. But if you like, if you're drinking a beer, that's it. You're drinking a beer. So I think I done the early show, and then I picked up more spots. And I think on the early show, I probably had my two beers. So I'm, I'm done with it. like that's it. There's you no more. Quota. The, I hit my quota. So I'm like, you know what? I'm in a boozing mood. I had fun on the first show. I'm going to pick up some beers across the street, like the same exact beers that I was drinking here. I'm just going to put them in my pocket and pretend like they don't know that the Heineken is the Heineken right. from the bar. And then I was pulling this goofy stunt. I kept walking past the uh, the lady who works like the door. I'd be like, how did my beer refill itself? Like <laughs> I was making like a, like a dumb joke out of it. Uh-huh. But anyway, so I go across the street. Um, you just to, kept on going across the street to no, pick no. Up I, beers? I I went once to get two beers. I, I go across the street to get myself some street beers from mm-hmm. the bodega, and in Times Square, I somehow managed to lose my wallet. Oh, that's straight up lost my wallet. Right, so I have to. I've, I got a credit card and a debit card. So listen to listen to how infuriating this is. I call Chase and I'm able to cancel the credit card. I have to make another phone call to cancel the debit card. This is between shows. I have to go up on stage with one card canceled. So I go up on like to do a show and I only and like I know that I have like an uncanceled card out there. Dude, that was not fun at all. Uh-huh. Cuz like I'm just telling jokes but it's like, dude, I got this uncanceled card. So I go to cancel the second card. This is crazy. A lady had found my wallet, called up, canceled my cards and gave them her number so that I could go get my wallet back from her. But would they be able to no, I called up Chase to cancel the debit card. The person who had found my wallet called in and left Chase her number so that I could call her and get my wallet back. That's ludicrous. That she would do that? Yeah. That's like the nicest thing ever. No, I'm saying that's insane. It's insanely nice, right? Yeah. So I go I, I go to get my wallet. Really hot hot chick from uh, from California. But It's amazing. It's amazing, right? And then I I I made a, I had a great opening line. I was like I'd love to buy you a drink, but we just canceled both my cards. <laughs> we both. <laughs> <laughs> no, because yeah, right. So and then, but here was the problem: I was doing three shows, and I had like three, like literally. Who would do th- that? I had three so, minutes. Would you do that if you had all the time in the world? Yeah, if I found someone's wallet. Really? You would call up the Maybe. card company mm. to to say, "Oh, I'm just gonna hang out and." Until no, I want to. No, I would say, hey, this person lost their wallet. Um, you should cancel this card. It depends. It, de- it here's the thing. If they that's, got that's if, insanity. If they, if they got one, well, especially now that it happened for me, I would definitely pay it forward, like without question. If I found someone's wallet now, I'd be like, oh, you can do that, and that's like a nice gesture. Um, whereas before the story, would I would have seen if there the was card. any cash taken and just yeah. left the wallet. <laughs> Clearly, <laughs> why yeah. would she need to cancel the card if she? Was kind of banking on you getting her phone number to meet up with her to get the wallet back. 
Uh, I think if you call up Chase and say, hey, oh, I they're going to cancel they're just gonna, it. Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The other thing is I've heard of people finding like iPhones with the intention of returning it and then people using the tracking service and then getting fucked. So if you're going to call in and be like, hey, I have this thing that's like you almost don't want to get caught with someone else's wallet. So maybe. Right. Yeah. Okay. No, now I understand that. So anyways, I have to rush back to, to do like uh, another show. Cause Did I you th- bring her to the show? No, I didn't, which is good. I bombed on that third one. <laughs> Did you get her number? So I, oh, I, you already had her number. Yeah, I got her number from that. So I, I, I joked about that on stage, and it went well. So I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to drop that in here. Okay. So I was outside, and uh, I was drinking beers outside because I did that, and uh, I lost my wallet. I straight up lost my wallet in Times Square. And then I started having this moment like, fuck, I guess I have to stop drinking. I'm retarded. Like, I'm a grown adult. I just lost my wallet on the street in Times Square. I go to cancel my credit card. I called to cancel it, and a nice lady already canceled it for me, left her number, then I go meet her at a bar, she has my wallet, and now I got a hot chick's number. Moral of the story is you guys all got to drink more beers outside. It's <laughs> a great way to live your life. Like, <laughs> it's really working out for me, everybody. <laughs> So did you end up hanging out with her, Rob? No, 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 no. Oh, what? How'd you fuck that up, man? <laughs> I thought I, I thought that was gonna be a golden in. I For was real. Like, you literally were. You had. It's not like all the work was done for you. I know, and I even set it up well when I met up with her. I was like, um, I think I said I I I'd hang out with you guys. I got to run to do another show. I'm a comic. I work. How long are you guys here for? She said three days. And I said, great. I owe you a drink. Why don't you hit me up while you guys are here? I'll have you in one of my shows or something. But then. That was it. God. Didn't didn't you really happen. fucking suck. I do. Well, in that department. There are other parts of life where I'm okay. No, um, you do. You... Maybe I just should have sent her a dick pic. Really hail married it or something. <laughs> what do people do? I don't know what people do. But anyways, yeah, let's I, move on. I don't know what that... Uh, all right, here was one more quick clip of a funny little interaction I had on stage, and then we're going to grind the news. What do you guys do? You guys drink a lot of bourbon or rye? Whatever. Moonshine. Moonshine? Do you guys really drink moonshine? Mm-hmm. Moonshine, moonshine seems great, but it also seems like it's probably worse than for your teeth than crystal meth. Like, <laughs> seems like you can drink it like once or twice, and then that's just like the end of your teeth. <laughs> Is that true, or you guys have good teeth? I don't know. I got good teeth. You got good teeth? What about you, brother? I got perfect teeth. Oh, you're fucking killing your teeth, game. Maybe I'm totally wrong. Maybe that's just like Listerine. It keeps yeah. your teeth healthy. <laughs> it actually is. Maybe the reason... It's the real stuff. It's not that... Right. Down crap. No, I get it. Well, you're, you're an alcoholic if you think things that aren't moonshine are watered down. <laughs> I keep hearing that. Like, what are you pussies drinking? <laughs> is that straight vodka, you fucking pussies? <laughs> I can make it better. <laughs> that is a lot of Tennessee on your accent. Uh, I was was reading a Supreme Court this past week that was like trying to come up with this uh, policy decision for like that uh, the Christian baker who wouldn't make like a cake for a gay wedding. Any guys read about that story? If you guys didn't read, basically guy, Christian guy, owns a bakery, gay people are getting married, they want them to make a cake, guy doesn't want to make the cake. Now the government's trying to figure out if he should have to make that cake. I kind of felt like if a guy doesn't want to make a cake for your wedding, do you really want to force him to do it? <laughs> like, if I'm at a restaurant and they send me the wrong thing, I'm not sending that back. Like, dude, they're going to get to this wedding, they're going to be eating the cake, and it's, it's just going to it's gonna taste shitty. That's what it's going to taste like. It's literally going to eat. The guy's going to be like, hey, did you fart? He'd be like, no, I think that's the cake. <laughs> and end up going to court. They're going to look at the baker like, did you bake shit into that cake? <laughs> He's gonna be like, yeah, it's a gay wedding. I thought they liked the taste of ass. 
All right, that's it from LOL from this past weekend. Um, you know, if there's more fun shit this weekend, maybe I'll throw it in, maybe I won't. I don't know. Let's move on. All right, so let's hop into the news here. First let's story go. that I want to highlight is MTA Transit Union is getting rid of the subway booth. Like, like you know how you go in and there's like the giant armored glass with the yeah. person sitting behind it not oh. reading the newspaper? So they're going to get rid of that, and instead they want to get ambassadors... So that they can boost communication with riders. So instead of being in the booth, they're going to be out and about so that they could answer riders' questions and be and helpful. And kind of like help them with the machines. I give them a week before someone gets stabbed. <laughs> yes, like maybe one week. Because I told... Here, here's a couple things. Firstly is I'm wondering if like being outside of the booth will come with chairs so that they could ignore you and not work. <laughs> like, is, Are they going to have to like provide that for themselves? <laughs> or is that going to be provided for them? Um, but then here's the other thing. I told you about that incident I had where the... The baby. The baby. No, no, not the baby. When Subway, um, they'd fucked up the Subway, and every train that came in, they told us the next train was going to make our stop. Or maybe I told the story when you weren't on the pod one week. Okay. Um, so, train kept coming in. A lot and of then, Subway stories. Yeah, well, I live in New York. What the yeah. fuck else are you going to talk about? It's 90% of your life. Um, unless you're dating, which, as we found out, I'm not. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so anyways, you get the, the subway. Subways were rolling through, and I, I'm going to keep it short. You got I'm trying to get to my stop, and it, if it runs express, it's not going there. They right. shut down the line that goes here. You got to take this other train. So they keep telling us the next train, like the, 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 the person on the train keeps telling us the next train will stop. And then there's you end up with more of like a crowd there that's angry with each train lying to us. Oh, of course. But those conductors were lucky enough to be on a train that got to pull away. <laughs> if you're one of these fucking oh, ambassadors when they're, when they're like calling and out and you're like the guy like, hey man, is like the next train stopping at my and now not only can they not know the news in one of these articles, they were talking about that they're, they're going to give the people's iPhones so that they can get better information. They don't have better information than what I fucking find on Google, which is terrible information. So these people are going to be on the track, supposed to like, uh, you know, hey, I got to get to Queens. Do you know how I get there? Are they going to be, be like, like no? Are they going to be hanging out in that area before the turnstile? I think they're looking to do both. Oh, have now, people on the inside and the outside. Yeah. Now, if I had to guess, this will probably only be. At like your premier Manhattan destinations, like Forty Second Street, Harold, like oh, basically when like, your, like when it's really fucking confusing. yeah, basically yeah. Okay, Started I think off there. I, I think it's gonna be an epic disaster. Oh well, I'm more hopeful. What I think this could really, really turn around the no. subway system. These are the least helpful people on the planet. <laughs> I've tried asking them. You end up trying to yell through the glass, and like they couldn't be. I love more that. <laughs> <laughs> like you're like what was that like is there a transfer to the queue <laughs> like they're talking through that like do they still have those those yeah, like yeah. metal like yeah great like speaker things that it sounds, sounds like, like oscar the grouch fuck yeah. bobcat goldthate it's <laughs> coming through his metal speaker all right the marist poll did a did a did a study on the most marist annoying university i don't know is that is that it's a school, right? Maybe. Oh, I think they do a lot of polls, though. Oh, okay. That's what they're like. Their big thing. Their is? big thing. They, they're, the, they're the poll people. Okay. So they did a poll about the most annoying things that people say in conversation. Do All you right. care to guess what 
some of the most annoying things. Well, I read the article, so. You did? Oh, because I emailed it to you. I'm retarded. Emailed it to you? <laughs> I emailed it to you. you I didn't go. put it in the mail. Um, all right. So first, the number one is whatever. Yeah, that's fucking annoying. Well, I got to come out as pro whatever. No, I, I'm a I'm a big user of it, but it is fucking. Annoying. No, it depends on the usage. So if if you're like chick whatever usage, like so whatever we're going here whatever, like that's fucking annoying. But I think it's because so many people have dumb shit that they want to talk about. They're just irritated when someone's like, yeah, whatever. But really, that whatever was probably like pretty insightful to hey, your nonsense is fucking nonsense. No, disagree. All right, lay it on. Strong me. disagree. Whatever. Um is just kind of a, it's not truthful. When you say whatever, you're not, at, at least from my perspective and um, dealings with the word and when people use it, someone who's saying like, oh, what do you want to eat? Like, oh, whatever. No, that's, that is not oh, the case. Okay. That is not, that is not the truth. I see where truth. you're coming from. Like when you say whatever. Hey, whatever, you, I don't care. You you care. Specific, you do care. You have in mind maybe one or two things, and it puts it on the other person right. to figure out no, that's what like, the actual whatever is. All right. I'm going to give you this one. Okay. I'll give you this one. Point Feldstein. No, that point Feldstein. Because uh, it's like in sales, you want to get out the objection so that you can actually come to terms. Uh-huh. So it's like if someone just says whatever. You do your hand. No you, can't even, no, you can't even have a conversation to try and make forward progress or you know like negotiate. Right. So it's like if, if I if my goal here is to, for Mr. Felstein to be happy, and I go, "Hey, do you think we should be like doing anything different with the pot?" And you're like, "Nah, whatever." Like oh, so, I know I that it a lot. So I know that there's something that you want to be improved, but you've been dismissive about it. So I drop it. But like, at least if you were to say something, then we could have dialogue and improve. Right. So you're saying that when people say whatever, it's incredibly irritating because they're actually yeah. channeling to you that there's something that they care about, but they're not giving you the information. Potentially, right. like it's possible that you know, like they just don't want to say it out, as you said, like they don't want to hourly say it, or it could just be used as whatever. Right. I was seeing it more like when people are like, you know, they're complaining, like, and then my boss said if we got the spreadsheets done, he was going to give us this other thing, but then he didn't give us the other thing, and then the other person just doesn't care, so he's like, whatever, man. And like, so the other guy's like fucking furious, like, what? How can you, whatever, man? This is our whole life. That we're we're we're, we're going to be working on this spreadsheet instead of that spreadsheet. Uh-huh. And so it's just so dismissive of people's entire lives and existence Ooh. that that's so, why people were so irritated by it. Whatever but in that usage, whatever, just took on like a whole new life because now it it has so many uses and usages. Right. All right. So here was the next big one. The next big one that people are fucking irritated with, and it's fake news. They hate uh, the term fake news, but to be fair... That's a new one. That's a new one because Trump's saying it all the time, but I thought, to be fair, it's really not Trump's fault that there's so much fake news out there. <laughs> like, you can't get upset at him. Why can't you? Because, like, CNN at this point is basically certified not news. Like, <laughs> But he came just, up with this whole You mean notion. fake news? Yeah. Well, because there's a lot of bullshit out there. Right. So he's got to call bullshit on it. So it's like, I don't think you can get... Wouldn't it be better for him to be like, bullshit... A bullshit, well, bullshit, right. bullshit. <laughs> then we're on the same <laughs> team. I, I thought I felt like he just needs some new terms. So yes. bullshit's not bad. He needs to mix it up. Or I was like, thinking, imagine like him in like uh, does he? I don't even think he does these anymore. Where he opens it up to no, he he still fields questions. Like if someone like asks him a question, you go a bullshit. <laughs> 
That'd be f- so fucking That'd great. Be great. I was thinking, um, not just that's not news would be fun, especially if you got some Asian lady to say it for him. Like that's not news. <laughs> I don't like it. All right. Um, Hit the, me with some other, some other. What? Things. No, I didn't have too many others. I just thought that's not news would be a good one. Or that's just not news. Or they could just go. They made it up. Liar, liar, pants on fire. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Coming from, like, I just think he needs to mix it up. That's yeah, the point. He can't, yeah. So this one. And now it's taken yeah. over a whole new life because now everyone just says fake news. Right. So like, now. When it comes, like, it could just be anything. Just because you can say, I, you know what? It's funny because we can say that um, fake news is similar to what you were describing about whatever. And what I'm going to describe about the next annoying term uh-huh. is that. People are refusing to have dialogue because by just labeling something fake news, you get to be dis- over, it's, it, it's it, dismissive. It's over, yeah. And it's like, well, what about that was fake? Like, let's actually, or you know what I mean? Like, you're not actually having a conversation about facts. Yeah, you're just being completely instead, dismissive yeah. of something. So, which brings me to the next one. I thought this got low rankings. It was only at 14%, and it was I can't even. Now, oh, I, I can't even. That is the worst. I of love the worst. that one. You don't come across because here's the, here's the reason I think it's actually the most annoying. However, only women say it, and not yes. all women say it. So I think anyone who's exposed to someone who says that this will be their number one. It's just not that like widely used. But when you are with someone and they're so upset, and you're trying to have a conversation about, and they just go, "I can't even," buddy, that is the worst. <laughs> I'm I'm. I guess I, I've come across it more in like jest. Anyway, it's not like a oh, authentic. I've, oh, I've seen. I a, can't I've even. I've seen authentics. I can't even. Ooh, that's hard. That's that's tough to deal with. Yeah. No, usually the primarily the I can't evens are said like when it's like just so absurd and just like. You mean as a joke? Yeah. Where it's used in like. Just like beyond the, the actual, like someone's like, you're saying it like, like, hey, I'm I'm thinking about getting a pizza pie or or pepperoni pizza, and he's like, I can't even. Almost be ironic of the fact that like I, I like just even. I don't care about this decision. You can go make the decision. Oh no, I'm more saying it like where it's like, just so far beyond like, where it just like I can't such even. an absurd like scenario that you're you're kind of in like when, it's like, almost like well oh, I, I can't even like you know like where there's really no kind of like when your car got towed and we just yeah, decided we weren't going to be upset about I can't it even, but we didn't actually verbalize i can't that even. was an i can't even scenario wow all these as opposed to like uh... where you're where you're saying i could see it being annoying where like it's like also in back to the like no that's kinda, like your in-laws are coming over for things i can't even where you're actually upset yeah yeah. All right. So then literally got 11%, which Ooh, I can I understand. Like, I feel like that's that's uh that's been uh kind of explored enough. Yeah. No offense, but I feel like literally was probably big in the late 90s, <laughs> early 2000s. No offense, but got no pretty offense, pretty but. high. No offense. That doesn't but. bother me so much. I know what people are getting it. Yeah. And then the last one, I think and this one I don't like, um, and people use it on stage a little bit, is you know what I mean. What I find what I find annoying about you know what I mean is that to me it's lazy because as opposed to describing. No, as opposed to finishing your thought or actually having a full thought, you're almost like taking it out like, you know what I mean, right? Like you're almost putting it on the other person to 
finish what you're saying because you don't actually have a conclusion. You know what I mean? <laughs> I got it. I think I, I'm. I think I'm right there with you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Now some real news. Pakistan government. Oh God. What? You don't want to hear? You want to hear real from, news? We went from this light. Well, that's what we always do. We start with some shenanigans from our week. We tell some light news stories, and then we get into some real news stories. Oh, we actually have an agenda here. There's no agenda. It's just that, no, I mean, I'm just saying like where we have like uh, yeah, there's an outline, buddy. Oh wow. Sorry, does that just ruin? That you've just, you've I done can't <laughs> even. <laughs> you've done like 53 <laughs> episodes. Have you even. not noticed that there's a general flow? <laughs> I, I mean, I, we'll I, li- I literally cannot. I mean, if you prefer, come to terms with that. Next week, I could start with the headiest topic, and then we could go in reverse. You want to do a reverse episode? No, this fakeness. No, let's do a reverse episode next week. We're going to do a reverse episode. I'm going to start with like the essay topic where I usually rant on something, and and then we'll, we'll work backwards. We'll go into like the light. We'll see how it goes. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so the Pakistani government decided to a- allocate 8% of its national budget to combat climate change, which means the uh, fight against climate change will now include an entire bag of rice. <laughs> um, so on that note, <laughs> I saw some... Uh, I saw some... I, I mean, uh, I saw some really depressing... Pictures and figures of like the shit that's been going on in Yemen. What's going on in Yemen? So Yemen, um, it seems. I, I mean, like you can't. T- I, I. I mean, I don't know what it might have been like in the past versus now. Oh, but like I can it, tell you what you're seeing now. Basically, you're saying like, oh, it could be going on for the past ten years. But I, can, you just I can't don't tell know. you. But what appears to be going on is there's massive starvation in Yemen, mm-hmm. and that's partly because of I think Saudi Arabian bombing. And maybe closing of ports, but I'm not totally up on this. And when I say I'm not totally up on this, I spent like a full night reading. So I don't know why I'm not more cued into what Saudi Arabia has done to um, increase the food shortages and starvation that's going on in Yemen. But it's a significant problem. Mm -hmm. And when when it's a significant problem, if you look at pictures, it's A, horrifying. And B, the figure that they've been putting out in the news is like 7 million people who are in danger which is the uh, same amount of people as the Holocaust, which we've been hearing our whole life, like, oh, my God, the atrocity of the 6 million people that died. Uh So to hear that there's 7 million people across the world in danger, that kind of, like, says, like, how how is someone not doing something? Right. And so on that note, the fact that Saudi Arabia seems to um, be bombing them with American missiles that we sell them and that we're aligned with Saudi Arabia who for some reason is invested in the starvation of these group of people. Why are they so... So here's... Here, are here's, they trying to take yeah, yeah. over or what? No, no, no. So here's what's going on. For all this talk of like, uh, you know, Iran's just, you know, uh, there's not a ton of talk of this, but I've heard this talk. Iran, they're just chilling there and America just doesn't like them. And, you know, they would they would be cool if we left them alone. Mm-hmm. And like, we don't have to worry about their nuclear bombs. We don't have to worry about them wanting to attack us. We don't have to worry about any of that. Now... You got two different branches of Muslim. I know like nothing about this, but apparently you got like the Sunni and the Shiites, right? right. Yeah. So I think I, I don't know which is which. I don't know what Iran is versus what Saudi Arabia is, but they're different, right? Well, they're they both exist in each of them. No, no they're two different. Like they're two like no, Saudi Arabia's Sunni and like Iran Shiite. No, there might be like minority no, right, amounts, that's what I'm saying, but yeah. like they're predominantly run by okay, those okay, groups yeah, yeah, yeah. of people. Um, so Iran is essentially aligned with these Houthi people who are the same branch of Muslim, whereas Saudi Arabia wants to keep it the same branch of Muslim of what it is. 
And on that note, it seems like what the big point of, you know, leverage between the two of them is kind of port access for where Yemen's located, that there's like... Um, they have some good access. They got some good access over in Yemen. They're starving to death, but they got good yeah. port access. <laughs> if, if there we was really, ever food coming in, right? they, they have a... Uh, they're actually, good. when food comes in, they're the first to get it. <laughs> they're just not receiving it at the moment. I don't know why we're laughing at this. <laughs> but, so... I just think with what's going on, like the fact that like you just hear about what happened in the Holocaust and then to hear like, oh, we're actually arming a group of people that are causing this to another group of people. I don't know. To me, that's like that's a hard thing to wrap. Like we should not have anything to do with Saudi Arabia if Saudi Arabia is causing a famine in Yemen like that. That that, that should just be simple. But they got the oil. Then we shouldn't be fucking using the oil. I agree. And I also think, like, if you, we, we don't actually calculate in the cost of these wars, the human toll. Like, I'm pretty sure that if we were, and when I say we're, we're, okay, let me finish that thought. If we weren't totally invested in that, hey, we need this oil, I think we would have came up with cheaper alternatives already. And you know what the quickest and easiest one is? Like, France gets a ton of its ton of its energy from nuclear energy we could be entirely nuclear energy we choose not to be and that's because there are bigger forces in the world who have committed us that we need oil we could we could burn through all the fucking coal in this country figure out how to keep that from ruining the environment and then switch over to something in a hundred years when we figure out some next technology like this is the powers that be of a military of this and of that that's invested in this oil structure yeah. that we're friends with Saudi Arabia that has people fucking starving in Yemen and it's all gross. Starving people, like yeah, actually being the ones that are starving them. It's all just gross. Okay, so it seems to me like what's basically going on in the Middle East is they realized, hey, we can't be bombing people over there anymore. So we'll just like give them a lot of arms so that they can basically bomb each other. It's like oh, like blow them. At- themselves off the face of the planet yeah it's like uh, i i don't know it, it, the region seems just to be I mean, uh, yeah, a fucking like, mess like that, that that's my that's my that's me coming in with some real wisdom over here what? that that the middle east is a mess like that you need to oh. listen to the podcast guys so that, like hey guys i've analyzed the middle news. east <laughs> i just want you it's to bad. know <laughs> next week <laughs> I really didn't do my homework this week where the big takeaway is that there's problems in the Middle East and we probably shouldn't starve Guys, 7 shocker, million people. Shock, just, just hear me out on this. <laughs> the Middle East, they're having some problems. All right, all right. Here, I got something insightful, though. So apparently the Houthis in their origin, from Houthis? what I read, the Houthis, that's the group that has um, been, you know, car- like overthrew the, the last government in Yemen that Saudi Arabia got upset and apparently seems to be you know, having a war over there and starving them. So the Houthis demanded an end to rampant corruption, equality, improved services and infrastructure, regional autonomy, and democratic reforms. Um, So I read this, and I think this is proof why in life you just shouldn't try and fix things. (laughs) Because this is where it starts. No, this is where it starts. You go out, and you're so furious about all these things that are going wrong, and you try and fix them, and you can't fix them. You try and fix them, you can't fix them. You try and fix them, you can't fix them, and then at some point you're like, I'm just going to go murder some people. Like, that's fucking it. Like, that's it. We're done with this bullshit. We're done with these peace talks. We're done with me trying to fix. Like, who do I have to murder? Let's get to it. All right, last thing, taxes. Do you have any takeaway from the tax tax reform bill? Absolutely not. I could it, my my thought is like if they're not reducing spending it doesn't mean anything to whatever extent they lessen the tax burden of businesses we might see more investment I see that as being smart so just one thing I wanted to point out cuz I see this a lot and I always think it's stupid but a lot of times people don't vote for bills 
because of lo- logic like this, but I want to read. It's really above all else. It's a jobs bill, he said. Demo- um, Democrats said the tax plan doesn't provide enough direct relief to the middle class. And I hate that, like, well, I can't vote for this. I mean, it's good. It's an improvement, but it doesn't it doesn't do enough. That I hate. It's like, well, then why don't we take the improvement and work from there? It's always yeah, the like, Hail Mary thing of, like, it's if we're already going to make reform and it's not going to be everything that I see and need, then I can't possibly support this. I can't this. put my signature on this. Because I, and you know what that is? It's like I'm the white knight for this perfection, so... If that perfection's not going to come through, if every starving person's not going to be helped, so for me to support this, it looks like I don't care about those starving people. And it's like, no, that's not the way the fucking worlds work. Why don't we, these people put forth something that apparently is an improvement. Why don't we take the improvement and then figure out how we can improve on that? As opposed to the, the reverse, which is what's going on now, where it's like, if we didn't do everything we can to help the middle class... It's like you didn't, you didn't, like you didn't do anything. Not that you didn't do anything. It's like actually a it's negative. Like it's like you failed in helping the middle class. It's like no, 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 we we got this improvement, and maybe we'll do. That's everything in all of life. You're you're not getting in shape tomorrow. You're not. You know what I mean? It's like fucking steps. Take right. steps in the right direction, you motherfuckers. Do you think it's only? From that side to the other? No, it's both. It's both. Okay. No, no, because that happens all the time. Like, the Republicans, um, this will happen a lot. Like, the Tea Party people, they'll be like, we're going to reduce the budget. They, well, this doesn't do enough to reduce the budget. Right. Well, is it a step in the right direction? So you're, you're against steps in the right direction. That's the way that you got to phrase it with these people. So you're, you're taking a stand. The, you just got the sales tactic. That's the sales end. tactic right there. So let me understand this correctly. You're against taking steps in the right direction. Boom. 